Edify means to enlighten, encourage, and uplift individuals intellectually, morally, and spiritually. And that's exactly what our Edify podcast guests do as they share practical wisdom on living our faith in public. I'm Scott Landry. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for joining us for today's Edify podcast. Joining me is somebody that has almost an identical voice with me because he's my identical twin brother, Father Roger Landry. Welcome, Father Roger. It's good to be with you, Scott. It's good to debut our advanced placement phonetics that we grew up with in Lowell, Massachusetts. Sounding exactly the same, it's gonna be hard for people to be able to determine uh, who's speaking and who's shutting up, but your turn. So for our listeners, the one who uses very simple words will be me. The one who uses very long, multi-syllabic words, that'll be Father Roger Landry. So Father Roger, you're a diocesan priest ordained in 1999 for the uh, Diocese of Fall River. Uh, but you've been serving for about the last six years as a member of the team of the Permanent Observer Mission to the United Nations. What's that work like? So I was very happy priest for 15 years in the Diocese of Fall River as a pastor and as a newspaper editor, a high school chaplain. But I was asked in late 2014 to go to New York to help out with the nuncio that Pope Francis sends to the United Nations to try to bring the light of Catholic social teaching to the problems in the various struggles of peoples throughout the world. And so since 2015, I've been there. I do a lot of work on our texts. I do a beautiful internship program, which is a lot of fun for 25 really super smart young people from all over the world every year. I run various fundraising activities and lots of other work for the church, including some diplomatic negotiations for sensitive topics. And so it's a big challenge. One of the things that I like about it is everything God gave me in the personal toolkit I have to use full time there. One of the things you do in Manhattan is celebrate Mass nearly every morning for the Sisters of Life, and you publish your homilies on your website, at typically a podcast of those homilies, with often the text or at least the outline of the homily. Tell us about some of the other resources on catholicpreaching.com. So on catholicpreaching.com, which was set up by you many years back, I put not only the daily and the Sunday homilies, which are texts as well as audio recordings. I put all the lectures that I give anywhere when I'm asked to teach about any theme, all the articles that I write for the National Catholic Register, for the Anchor, which is the diocesan publication of the Diocese of Fall River, for the pilot, for other publications are there, as well as the conferences and the retreats that I preach to bishops, to priests, to seminarians, to religious women, to lay people across the span of the year. And so there are just a lot of resources there that I put up. First, for those who are hungry so that they have access to something. Sometimes people live many miles away from a local church and can't get to daily mass. There's a resource there. Sometimes I put it up there likewise for brother priests in other places. There are many priests, for example, who work in English-speaking countries for whom English is not their first language. And so in their baby steps, as they're trying to preach in a new language, rather than have everybody shocked at grammatical mistakes and things like this, many priests, Sri Lanka, Uganda, you, you name it, uh, send me emails just saying thanks for putting it on up because it's such 
an assistance at the beginning of their preaching in the language that sometimes we native English speakers can take for granted. One of the things that you uh, taught retreats on and provided spiritual direction for many years was on just the habits of living a well-formed, uh, daily, rigorous um, expression of our Catholic faith, living your faith in private, living your faith in your family, in your workplace, living your faith in public. You put that all together into a book called Plan of Life. Tell us more about that. So becoming holy doesn't happen by accident. It requires a plan, just like a successful sports team, just like a successful business. They require plans. So if we're going to take our soul as seriously as Bill Belichick takes the Patriots playoff successes, we need to have a plan. And so I put in that book the various component parts of how to keep communion with the Lord all day long. So not just praying for five or 10 minutes a day, but how to do our work conscious that God's working with us, how to unite the beginning of the day, the middle of the day, the end of the day to God, how to take advantage and live the sacraments, how to pray certain times of the year slightly differently, how to fast, how to give alms, how to become more devout to Our Lady. All of those things are in this book. One of the greatest compliments that I ever received was from people who said, that everyone in their family could read that book. It wasn't just the parents, but it was also the teenagers. It was even some of the young kids could have the book read to it. And I give the Daughters of St. Paul credit for that in the editing process, that they took away a lot of my multisyllabic words, or as we'd say, polysyllabic words, in order to make it intelligible for everybody. And so I, I would recommend it to people who want to begin that journey or advance that journey on the road to holiness because it charts the way. One of the reasons that you're at the United Nations is because you've spent a lot of time thinking about public policy issues and the intersection with our Catholic faith and how the Catholic, the truths of the Catholic faith can shed light on the public discussion and the decisions made by our legislatures and executives. What, what are some things you recommend for people who are just learning about the intersection of the Catholic faith and politics to get up to speed? One of the most important resources was published by the Vatican in 2004. It's called the Compendium on Catholic Social Doctrine. It covers basically every issue you'd want, and it gets to the underpinnings of them. So it's not just giving you a policy position up or down. It's giving you a deep why. When we do this type of work in some of our interventions or speeches at the United Nations, other delegates listen because for the most part, they're just looking at it at a very superficial level, whereas the church takes us much deeper to who we are, to what the world is, to the basic behaviors. And so that would be the first source that I'd give. And then the U.S. bishops, especially for our, the U.S. context, give us some various resources that are quite helpful. Faithful citizenship is one document that they publish every few years. Another is Living the Gospel of Life, published in 1998, which is a true tour de force. The last I'd say would be some papal encyclicals that address issues that face everybody today. So St. John Paul II, for example, gave us 26 years ago, a beautiful encyclical called The Gospel of Life. As we look out at American culture with the challenges at the beginning of life, middle of life, and end of life, this sheds an awful lot of 
clear light for us, not just for our decisions, but so that we can become far more competent and capable of trying to lead others who might be in one way or the other living in darkness into that light we rejoice in. One of the places you teach about all those documents is the Leonine Forum in New York City. Leonine Forum is now, I believe, in Washington, D.C., New York, Chicago, Los Angeles. Who's invited to apply to the Leonine Forum? Why might those uh, people listening today want to apply and enter that rigorous program? The Leonine Forum is an excellent program for young adult professionals in which we try to pass on to them four things. First, a deep knowledge of Catholic social teaching that they can apply to their various work circumstances. They come from various professions. Second, to really deepen their prayer life, because if they're gonna be a Catholic physician or a Catholic lawyer or a Catholic person working at a bank in Manhattan, they need to unite their life to Jesus. And so through teaching them how to pray, masses, days of recollection, spending a whole, whole day learning better how to uh, grow in devotion to Our Lady, for example, how to emulate Jesus' virtues in daily life. That's the second main sphere. The third is a sense of community because so many people are isolated and independent. They're really looking for belonging. And the church was founded to bring us into communion with God and communion with others. So we very much try to facilitate that. And I'll be unabashed in saying I'm also trying to fix people up because we've got both men and women there because of the importance of the vocation of marriage for the church and the world. The future of the world will pass by way of the family, St. John Paul II said. And the last is taking all that we've learned and applying it to fixing some social problems. Some of the times that's just helping out with the other apostolates that care for the poor. But there are a lot of young geniuses in this program, and we propose to them a problem. How would we be able to address it? So some are computer techs working for Google. Others are great fundraisers and nonprofits already. These are the types of people we try to marshal to address some issues that are being unaddressed up until this point so that we can, in fact, serve as salt, light, and leaven as Jesus calls us to in our faith. He's Father Roger Landry. Uh, you can find his writings at catholicpreaching.com. I'm proud to be his older brother. Older By five minutes. Thank you, Father Roger, for all you're doing to edify Catholics, uh, those in the Leonine Forum, those through your books, those through your videos with us on Edify, so that we together as a Catholic community can edify America. So proud of you, Scott. We hope you enjoyed this Edify podcast episode. One great way for you to help us reach more people is to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Thank you.